It's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, pleased to be joined right now by Darren Thomas. I mean, this guy was a staple in the Metroplex for so many years as the head baseball coach over at UTA. And when I saw that news that Baylor had landed Darren Thomas, now this was this is a big deal. Darren, uh, congratulations, and um, I know it's it's going to be a little different for you. You've been doing this for, what, 15 seasons now at UTA, but uh, congratulations. It's very exciting news. Welcome to Baylor. Thank you. I really appreciate it and, and extremely excited to be here. Well, it's um, uh, you had a great run there, over 400 career wins at UTA. I'm sure there was part of you that thought, hey, this is probably where I'll finish my career. Um, what was this when you when you decided to step away from that in May? What was kind of your uh, thinking? What were you were you kind of uh, open to whatever, looking around? Were you wanting to take some time? What was uh, what was kind of going through your mind when you uh, when you stepped away after so many years? No, I was open. To, I was open to whatever. Uh... But but you just didn't know, you know, at the time you're kind of stepping out by faith and just kind of hoping and and, and trusting God that something good will happen and you just got to be patient. And then uh, ended up talking to Coach Thompson after he got the job here and, and things have just kind of worked out. Yeah, I would say so. Now, uh, you were at Seward um, uh, uh, County Community College for all those years. Mitch obviously coached at MCC. Y'all have known each other. I was talking to Mitch earlier today for upwards of like 30 years now. What, um, what from afar and even getting to cross paths with him, what were your thoughts on Mitch uh, over all these years? Well, my first thought was uh, a great person. And the second thought was what a great recruiter. Relentless. Uh, you've got to have talent to win. And from that time, I met him. He was recruiting when they first got the job at Baylor way back in the 90s. Uh, he was recruiting some of our guys. One of our pitchers, Mike Bradford, came ended up coming here. But Mitch also sent me players in the summer league, in the Jayhawk League, uh, for the Liberal BJs. I had quite a few Baylor players three or four years that I, that I coached the Liberal BJs. Well, and uh, and so he trusted you to coach those. I love that name, by the way, Lib- the liberal yeah. uh, BJ. I wish you. Uh, do you have a? Uh, do you have any old gear from any of your uh, liberal days from those? Those. I'm uh, sure I do. I, I I played for him in '87. I don't have any gear from then, but I coached '96 <laughs> through 2000. And uh, heck, I had Trevor Moat, uh, Matt Williams, Eric oh. Nelson, Preston Underdown. Kyle Evans, Jared Bisker, that's just a few that I can name. But I I probably had three or four every year for three or four years and three or four summers in a row. So there was always a connection there. Man, it, it's uh, now you're you seem to be a guy who went. You know, some coaches are transient and go from place to place and have a lot of different stops. You're someone, Darren, that likes to get somewhere and bunker down for a while. Uh, That's absolutely what, the truth. <laughs> what role? And we hope that happens at Baylor. What was it at uh, at Seward? Uh, and then I, I think you ended up after that. You had the one year before you went back there at Oklahoma Christian. But what was it about that Oklahoma Kansas? part of the world, part of the country that you kind of fell in love with and uh, and just and just decided to, hey, I'm going to stay right here for, for quite a while. 
Well, I grew up I grew up in Tyrone, Oklahoma, which is in it's in the middle of nowhere. It's in the panhandle of Oklahoma, eight man football, but it's ten miles from Liberal, Kansas, where Seward County Community College is at. Got a chance to play at Seward County Community College for legendary coach Galen McSpadden. And then when he called and wanted me to be being a full-time assistant in 91, I, I thought I'd gone to the Yankees. It was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> uh, we, we had some great teams. We had some great players. And I was there until 2000. And, and, and I coached in the summer with the BJs, and my assistant was Clay Gould. And that's, that's who our ballpark's named after at UTA. And Clay got the head coaching job after Coach McBroom retired. And uh, so I came to be his. Unfortunately, he passed away, and and that that first year I was there that first summer, and then so I I just once I once I got in as an assistant, I was an assistant from 2001 till 2007, and became the head coach in the spring of 2008. And I was extremely fortunate uh, to raise three kids, K through 12, in the Mansfield School District. We didn't we never moved school districts. They never had to. Make new friends, I guess, and, and they all three graduated from Mansfield High School. Very fortunate in the coaching world to be able to do that. I used to cover the Mansfield Lady Tigers back when they were a dynasty. Uh, for With Samantha, uh, Samantha Morrow. Samantha Morrow uh, remains a great friend of mine, and uh, those were some great teams. So I know about those Mansfield. So oh, yeah. You got, that was uh, that was your community. What? How did you? You know, you're talking about recruiting. UTA is interesting because people say, well, how do you do this at a commuter school and this and that? But you had a lot of success. And, boy, Coach McBroom, before you, won a ton of games. You won a lot of games. What what was it recruiting-wise that allowed you all to put so many players uh, into Major League Baseball? I think it was like 41 either got drafted or signed during your time from 2001 till till just recently. What what was what kind of and I'm sure you'll hopefully bring that to Baylor that kind of recruiting. What how are you able to get that rolling? Because that not everybody goes to UTA. Just ask some of the other coaches there. It has yeah. that kind of long term success. I tell you why it, it, it sometimes it's not easy to get kids to go there, but after they go there, they really enjoy it. Uh, we had we had some great teams. We had some great players, and some guys get overlooked. It, it's a big state. Uh, even just even if you just recruited an hour or two from from the campus, you're going to have the opportunity to get some high school and JC guys that can play and maybe get overlooked a little bit, or maybe they have a little bit of flaw in their game. Uh, Hunter Pence was one of the first ones after I got there that I went to watch and really didn't have a position right away. And he came in. He went to one year of junior college and came in and worked his tail off the next two years and went first pick of the second round to the Astros and, and had to really make himself into a defender. And, uh, but that's, that's one example. There, there's plenty of guys. And, and I think the key is just having a good culture after they get there, because there's not a recruiter than word of mouth. And, and if kids don't enjoy it, they don't feel like they've been developed. They don't feel like they got a good educational experience. They're, they're going to let other people know you don't even want to, you don't even want to go on a visit and, and unfortunately for us, you know, it's a good school and, and it's in a great location. Uh, there's, it's in a great state, Metroplex. Uh, you just have to find your niche and, and go to work. Well, I tell you, uh, talking to Darren Thomas, new director of baseball ops for Baylor. And, and by the way, Darren, 
baseball ops, that sounds like it, it pretty much involves everything. Like there's probably nothing <laughs> that you won't touch well, in the in the program. I, I don't know. I just got here a couple of weeks ago, and 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 I, I I think in the spring it's pretty spelled out. You know, you set up travel. You're kind of a bench coach. You really can't coach the players at all, but you you can give your opinion to the coaches and just kind of. You know, I'm. It'll be the first time in 32 years I haven't done that, so it's, it's going to be. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to bring a unique perspective to my career, and, and the first time to be, you know, at a, at a Power Five conference school. That's exciting. And working with great, what a great staff uh, he's put together, and, and tradition and facilities, and I'm just looking forward to it. Well, he said of you that you're going to bring a wealth of knowledge and it'll be someone I count on for advice daily. So I do think, like you say, whether you can talk to the players or not, you're going to be, uh, uh, he's going to be leaning on you uh, heavily. Let me ask you this. What did you, Darren, think of the Baylor program? Obviously, the two programs did play uh, pretty much every year, as I yeah. remember. I remember the Bears coming up to Arlington, and uh, and I think you all gave us a hard time over the years, as I recall. What, what, what has always been your opinion of the Baylor program, whether or not Mitch was involved? Oh, it's always been – I've always thought a lot of it. I, I can remember two or three years ago, I can't remember what year it was, that's the best infield defensively I've, I've ever coached against. And it was Lofton and – I can't remember the, the third baseman, uh, Wenzel. Uh, and then uh, they had the catcher from Keller. Uh, I mean, there, there was just some great players uh, that could defend. And and, I, and they've always had great talent and always a tough team to play against. And I've always had utmost respect for the pro. What can you do? What are you allowed to do on the recruiting end of things? Can you uh, do you just kind of can you kind of watch and and see video? Can you get out and visit with people? Because obviously that's something you did a tremendous job at UTA over those years. What? How much involvement can you have on that front? Well, I think they just passed. Uh, I'm still learning that. I haven't been involved at all. I, you know, I got to make sure what I do is compl- in compliance, uh, but. I think you can make recruiting calls. Obviously, when you have camps, you can help evaluate it. At, 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 but I can't go on the road and recruit, uh, which which will be odd for me. But if somebody, you know, if, if they come to camp, you can look at you can obviously anybody can look at film, your opinion, to the other coaches. But uh, yeah, it'll be different not going on the road recruiting. But they have some outstanding recruiters here. What is the uh, – that that year I was reading that 2020, I think you all had a tremendous start. You made a beaten uh, DBU. I think you all had a win over at TCU. You're 12-4. and four. Baylor had a similar thing. I think they were off to a great start, as I recall. How – looking back, how difficult was that, knowing oh, you, man. you pretty much were stacked that season? I tell you what, it's easy to say, but that was – that was the best team I've ever been involved with, hands down, not even close. And it was because the older guys, uh, and we could really pitch. We our, our two Tuesdays before before COVID, hit, a win against DBU and a win against TCU at, at TCU. Uh, I think we were twelve and four. I think we played Oklahoma at home the last, and they were really good too. Uh, Skip had a good team, and, and I think we lost three to one on the last Tuesday. But before that game, we were fourth in the country, and 
in RPI. Uh, and we were on our way to Little Rock to play our first Sunbelt series, and, and we didn't ever play it. And you look you look back on it, and then you just think, well, we'll just bring everybody back the next year. It's just not that easy. We had a couple of guys sign that were key contributors. We had a couple of three injuries. And by the end of the year, we really rebounded and played well again. And we were we lost in the semifinals to South Alabama. They ended up winning the tournament and winning two games at the Florida Regional, and we lost four to three to them. We were really good the next year too, but not as good as that year. That that year we could defend. Uh, we're really good up the middle. We could really really pitch. We had a lot of depth. Well, I don't know how Baylor's ended up with you because I, you know, if I'm UTA, I never let you get away. But uh, hey, things happen, and like you say, Darren, this is a, a tremendous opportunity. And no matter what you decide to do, um, like you said, Power Five team, and uh, I, I think, but I think uh, Mac Rhodes believes Baylor can be a national power, much like they were when Stephen Mitch were around. Um, yeah. In, in, in 1995 to around 2015. Is that what you sense as well? I wouldn't have come here and done this if I didn't didn't think we had a chance at Omaha every year. There, there, I, I'm to that point in my career. There's no reason to do it just for a job. I wanted another challenge and, and something different. And, and uh, the way it was, Shea Langliers was the catcher. I couldn't couldn't think. I don't know why I couldn't think of that guy's name, but what what a great player, uh, the catcher from Keller. Uh, I don't know why that just came to me, but no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> come here if I didn't think they had a chance to to be really, really special. And and the leadership that Mitch is going to provide, and and I, you know, since being here, it's only enhanced what I thought. Just being around the staff and 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 how hungry they are to be, and uh, really looking forward to school starting, meeting some of the guys, and 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 playing a new role. Yeah, it's going to be fun, and uh, Darren, I was glad to see it, and and I just I had to do a double take. I'm like, man, the guy that was at UTA all those years is going to be the director of baseball ops. It's really it's a it's a great opportunity, and uh, I, Baylor people are excited. I thought when you said um, uh, you know we were talking about that catcher, I, I was thinking about Shopik, but I was going way back. Yeah, Kelly Shopik was been a while, that would have been yeah. a while back with Kelly, but. Yeah, like uh, it was two or three years ago when Nick Lofton was playing shortstop and Winslow was yeah. at third, and you, you couldn't steal a base, you couldn't go on a ball in the dirt, <laughs> you couldn't get a ball hit through there. It's as good in defensive infield as I've, as I've ever seen. Well, I I think something about you and Mitch having scrapped your way and been at community colleges and won at that level, it just there's a there's a different hunger level. And, uh, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Darren, I appreciate you doing this and uh, look forward to seeing you in person here soon. Thank you very much, Matt. You bet. You bet. There he goes, Darren Thomas, uh, who is, um, man, I mean, you talk about, they got some qualified people, but Darren Thomas is what you might almost call an overqualified, uh, great run at UTA, won a ton of games. They're over 400 games. And this is going to be a really neat staff. Uh, Mitch has done a good combo of one guy that played for him, one guy that coached with him, and then a guy that he's admired from afar for many, many years who's been a head coach uh, at a Division One level, and that is Darren Thomas. This, this uh, staff really has a nice feel to it. And uh, now they just got to get all the players together and uh, and get this team on the field. I am ready. And, uh, Aaron, that gets me excited 
when I hear a coach like Darren Thomas say, hey, I wouldn't have wasted my time. I would not have um, come here if I didn't think we had a chance to go to Omaha every year. That's what they used to do. And um, not every year, but, hey, let's do it. Let's get back. That's a great uh, goal to have. All right, it is.